Welcome to the Christian Business Advantage Podcast, the podcast for Christian authors, speakers, coaches, and virtual assistants. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant, author, and speaker, Alicia Avant. On this podcast, we'll talk about how to build an online presence through email marketing, social media marketing, content repurposing, and building and maintaining your website. After serving Christian authors and speakers for over a decade, I have learned a great deal about their greatest needs, and it continues to be a privilege to serve them. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Business Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we are going to be starting a new series for the month of February on the topic of newsletters. Today, our topic specifically is newsletter do's and don'ts. So as a Christian author, speaker, or coach, you have probably considered, if you don't have one already, starting an email newsletter. And maybe you weren't sure what to include or how to get started. So I'm hoping that this series will help you with that. So today we're going to do some do's and some don'ts. We're going to start with the do's before we go into the don'ts. Number one for do is do offer a newsletter. There's absolutely no reason that you should not offer a newsletter to your potential clients and customers. Newsletters are fairly easy to do. They help to nurture and grow your relationship with those potential clients and customers, and they don't have to be difficult. Number two, do send them consistently. People ask me a lot how often you should send a newsletter. And the truth is, I always tell people, you send a newsletter as often as you can be consistent. If you can consistently send a newsletter every week, send a newsletter every week. If you can consistently send a newsletter monthly, send your newsletter monthly. If you can consistently send a quarterly newsletter, send a quarterly newsletter. But make sure that you know your commitment and your ability to commit to it and how often you can consistently do so. Number three is do make it your own. Even though it's great to go and look at other people's newsletters, it's important that you make it uniquely yours. And that will help you to set yourself apart from other people, but it will also help you to actually get it done. Because if you're just trying to copy someone else or be someone else with your newsletter, then it's going to be much more difficult than if you just do your own thing makes it so much easier to actually accomplish the task. And number four on the do's is do use an email service provider. Some examples are MailerLite, MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, and ConvertKit. And these will help to automate the process of your newsletter to make it easier and to stay within the legal ramifications of what you need to do for emailing a mass group of people. Now, let's get into the don'ts. Here are some of the don'ts. Don't just offer a newsletter. One of the things about a newsletter is no one wants to sign up 
for just a newsletter. When people come to your website and the only thing you offer is sign up here for updates or my news or my monthly or weekly newsletter or whatever, there is not really any incentive for them to do so. You need to instead have a lead magnet or free offer, something of value that they can get from you in exchange for their name and email address. And the newsletter is just a bonus. Always offer a lead magnet first and give them the newsletter in addition to this lead magnet. Secondly, don't be too sporadic with your newsletters. So it goes without saying, because I said to send consistently, that you don't want to send here and there. Try to be as consistent as possible. If you normally send a weekly newsletter on a Thursday, try to always send on a Thursday. If you normally send your monthly newsletter at the beginning of the month, try to send it at the beginning of the month. Don't be sporadic and send one month at the beginning, one month at the middle, one month at the end. Try to keep it on a regular schedule so that people know when to look for the newsletter from you. People do get used to receiving the newsletter from you and they look for it and they enjoy it and look forward to it. So you want to keep it as consistent as possible. Number three on the don'ts is don't try to be like everyone else. Like I said, it's great to look at other people for inspiration, but you want to be as unique as possible when it comes to your newsletter. Do something that will set you apart from everyone else, because otherwise, there's nothing to look forward to. No one has anything to look forward to with your newsletter. I have people that I receive their newsletters, and I really like their stories. I like their personal touch. I have some people that include funny GIFs or GIFs in their newsletter, and I look forward to seeing those. So try to make your newsletter as unique to you as possible. And number four on the don'ts is don't send your newsletter to everyone in your Gmail account. They have to opt in. In this day and age, it is so common for people to just spam anyone with their content. And when it comes to email marketing, it's important that you have people opt in to receive emails from you and you don't automatically add them to an email list. I know that it sounds crazy to some of you that somebody would do this, but I have actually had former clients send me a list of emails of people that they just have emailed them before and wanted me to put them on an email list. And this is not legal. You have to offer on your website, or if you're doing a live event, you can have them sign up on a piece of paper and you can add them to your email, but they still gave you permission to be added to your email list. You're not just adding them without their permission. Always get permission from the person to add them to your email list. When they put their name and their email in on a form on your website, that's them giving you permission. But if you've just emailed them before and then you automatically just go and add them to your email list because you know them, that is not them giving you permission to email them. This is super important. And I think that some people just don't know the etiquette, just don't know the expertise, the way that you're supposed to do things, but that's why I'm sharing this information with you. Now, let me share before I hop off 
what to look forward to in this series. So the second week, we will be talking about, but first, lead magnets. And we're going to talk about what you can offer as a lead magnet. Week three is don't forget a welcome series. And we're going to talk about what a welcome series is and how to create one. And week four, potential sections for your newsletter. I know that sometimes you just kind of get stumped and you're not sure what to even put in a newsletter. So I've been collecting newsletters from some of my favorite people, and I'm going to share with you some options for what to put in your newsletter. I hope this was helpful, and I hope you'll be back to listen again next week. Thanks for listening.